Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. What's up? This is Michael Rapport. You are now listening to a brand new big body banging I Am Rapport stereo podcast. On today's podcast, Beyonce versus Taylor Swift. It takes me, the gringo man dingle, to shut down this argument. Plus, we have some sick fucks of the week. James Dolan, it is time for you to get the fuck out of New York. I've said it once. I'm going to say it again today in great detail. Plus, I had to drive back from Las Vegas. I was down there with the big three. I'm breaking down four hours of a car ride from Vegas to L.A. at nighttime. Safety first. All that and more on a banging I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Miles, Jordan, let me get something real nice. Yes. Something real proper. Okay. But most importantly, let me get something real funky. Let's go. What a fucking week. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the White Chocolatito, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta podcasting, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. Um, you are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. What a week. What a week. Man. Here we are in May. 
It's May, folks. It is May of 2019. We are four months in. A quarter of the year is done. Finished. Um, I hope it's been good and productive and safe and healthy for everybody listening to this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, everybody in your family, everybody in your world. It's crazy that we're already in May. Um, but we are here, and it's been a wild week uh, for me personally and in the world at large. Um, man, shit, the last 24 hours have been bugged out for me because I had to go to Vegas um, yesterday. I uh, went to Vegas. I flew to Vegas in the middle of the day around 12. Um, got there around, I don't know, what, no, 2, 2.30, something like that. Uh, got to that piss hole, that shit box, uh, that hell on wheels that they call Las Vegas. Um, for the big three draft, I went to the big three draft, which was so much fun. And I am so excited for the big three and the big three draft. Uh, was awesome. And it was great to see all the guys. Everybody was there. Lamar Odom looking good. Uh, is a co-captain of one of the new teams. You know, they expanded teams. There's more teams in the league. The big three, it's on the rise. Um, I got to see Oakley, Gary Payton, um, Steven Jackson, Kenyon Martin, the, 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 whole, the whole crew. Clyde Drexler saw Ice Cube, which was great to see him. Um, great to see him. Um, and, and, and just all the players. My guy, Scalabrini. Uh, some of the new players, some guys that didn't get drafted, stars. Uh, the number one pick of the night was a friend of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. And I have a feeling he's going to kick ass in the big three. And I also have a feeling he's going to get put back into the NBA or put into the NBA for the first time, Royce White. You remember the name Royce White? You know the name Royce White? Former first round pick, 16th pick overall, the 2012 NBA draft by the Houston Rockets. Remember, he was killing it at Iowa State. Uh, made a big impression. He's six foot eight, 270 pounds. He's been on the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Very outspoken. He's the sacrificial lamb for mental health awareness in the NBA. Remember, he was dealing with all his anxiety and all his, his stuff, and he was very outspoken about it before it was accepted. And, and I'm not saying uh, it shouldn't be accepted now. I'm glad that it's accepted now. But uh, last season, DeMar DeRozan and uh, Kevin Love both started speaking out about having panic attacks, and the NBA's taken a whole new approach and whole new initiative to a mental health awareness and accepting and dealing and 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 helping these players cope cope with whatever uh, mental uh, health uh, issues they might have. Well, Royce White uh, was talking about this shit in 2012. Uh, got himself a, a sort of blackballed from the league. He talked about it really eloquently and articulated all the details on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. He's been playing in Canada. He's 28 years old. He's in shape. He's built like a fucking brick shithouse. He was hands down the number one pick in the big three. He was the best player at the combine uh, by far. 
Um, I had heard mumblings and whispers that he was definitely going to be the number one pick, and he was the number one pick, and he's ready to go. Uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He uh, does feel like he uh, has a lot to prove, and I'm very happy for him. I finally got to meet him. We uh, only talked on the podcast and on text, and uh, he seems like a good guy, um, and he has a great story, and I just really am excited for the big three to have him, and I'm excited for him to showcase his talents in the big three, and I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be the most dominant player in the big three this year, um, just because of all the things I, I I just brought up. He's fucking big motherfucker, um, and the style of play, and the fact that he's young and that he's hungry, and he really does have a lot to prove, is going to be exciting. Um, the mystery pick, in my opinion, just my opinion, I'm excited to see him play. Greg Oden. Fucking Greg Oden was drafted into the big three. He did not participate in the draft combine. But Greg Oden, the guy who was picked in the NBA draft before Kevin Durant, you know who the fuck Greg Oden is. He's in the big three. Um, Jason Richardson, um, some guys I never heard of. Listen, guys have had fucked up situations. They have Everybody has a different path to the NBA, and some of them don't make it for uh, reasons that are out of their control. Some of it is on them. Uh, but there's some dudes that, like, I remember the names from the tournaments, but I never saw them play. There's some new names. Uh, there's some some old names. Jason Richard, remember Jason Richard? High-flying slam, fucking dunking Golden State Warrior. Had a very, very strong career. And the Big Three's going to be banging. And they announced the first game of the Big Three is going to be in Atlanta. Um, and I'm going to be there on the sideline with my brand of Big Three unprecedented accents. Uh, June 22nd in Atlanta, the Big Three kicks off and it's on CBS Sports. The draft last night was on CBS Sports, uh, but the games this summer uh, are going to be on CBS CBS. Like fucking, you know, uh, CBS. You know what I'm talking about? Like uh, How I Met Your Mother CBS. Yeah, Big Bang Theory CBS. The games are going to be on CBS for real. Uh, so it was good to see uh, all the guys, and I'm excited to be back with the big three. I really love it. I love the camaraderie. I love the stories. I love asking guys like, yo, who do you think is going to win the NBA uh, finals? Uh, you know, their analysis and, um, and and just all. I love talking hoops and getting great stories from my guy, Deshaun Stevenson. Um, he's back. Um, told me a great fucking story. He was drafted by the Utah Jazz when he was 18. And he was talking about how uh, uh, when he was there, his his vets were John Stockton, uh, a Carl Malone, and a few other guys. And that's who he was dealing with as an 18-year-old. Um, and they had just lost in the finals. And he's there with fucking, these guys are Hall of Famers. Jerry Sloan was his, was his coach. And he just talked about like what that was like. I got to get him back on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. It's a fucking good dude. Anyway, I was hyped to uh, be there for the big three. The fucked up part about it was is I had to go to work this morning for Atypical early and there was no flight. Uh, the draft ended at like nine something and the last flight was like 9.30. For some reason, they don't let have any late flights out of Vegas. I think they want to keep you in there to keep your fucking, your money coming in the whorehouses and the strip clubs and of course the gambling. You would think they'd have a flight like at 11, 12, like on the hour, like you could fucking just get out of town when you want. They don't. Uh, and, and I guarantee you it has something to do with that. Like keep these fucking degenerate gambling 
uh, strip club cocksuckers. Keep them in town. Keep them fucking there spending their hard-earned money. Drain the fucking shit out of them uh, every step of the way. So I had to drive back. Well, I had a driver drive me back. Um, and I was in an SUV with a driver. Um, there was no traffic, but God damn, that was a tough fucking four hours. And my driver was great. He was a young kid. I said, I want safe, but fast. Now that's a tough, uh, uh, you know, line to, to stay on both safe. Don't flip this fucking car over asshole. I don't want to be a story on the news that gets brushed away in six hours. Because you know if there's more serious things going on that, that don't make it through the 24-hour news cycle. You know Michael Rappaport in a flipped car on his way back from Vegas. That's going to be like a two-hour news cycle. So don't have me as a fucking two-hour news cycle, Duke. Okay? Don't have me fucked up uh, in a ravine uh, on my way back from L.A. at 10.30 on the night on, on the side of the road. Safe, motherfucker, but fast. You figure it out. You do the math. You do the geometry. Safe but fucking fast. So without any traffic, I will say this. If you're going 80 miles per hour, and I was watching this fucking guy. If you're going 80 miles per hour with no traffic, four hours from Vegas to uh, Los Angeles. Now, if you want to go faster, you could probably make it in three and a half, 345. But then we get into not safe. And it's just fast. And the chances of me winding up on the side of a road in a ravine with my head fucking busted open uh, uh, as a blurb on a news story are higher. So I'll stay in the car an extra half an hour to be safe. Uh, so my driver was, you know, he got me there. And I, and he was like, yo, okay, you have any requests on the music? I was like, play your own shit, dude, because I'm going to um, listen to my headphones and, and, and do my thing, which is going to bring me to uh, uh, my story after this. Um. And, you know, so I'm on, I'm on my headphones in the back of the car, chilling, drinking my water, looking on my phone, uh, watching uh, uh, TV on my phone and watching clips on social media and all that stuff. And, and I'm hearing money. He's like a Tupac fan, I guess. So he's playing Tupac over and over and over. And I'm a Tupac fan, too. And, and we get into hour uh, two. The first hour goes down. And, and money's just playing Tupac on a loop. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know. Pac had this many songs. Like, my man is playing them shits. Like, you know, I'm taking off my headphones, stretching and all that shit. Tupac, Tupac, Tupac. We get into hour uh, uh, two, heading into hour three. Money's been playing Tupac for two fucking hours straight. I said, yo, my man. <clears throat> he said, what's going on, sir? I said, yo, check this out. I fuck with Pac. I fuck with Pac hard. Fuck with him, uh, you know, top to bottom. No Bruno. All his music. But, yo, I I'm listening to my headphones. But, like, I'm hearing the thumpty dump thump shit. Like, you got to change Pac. Put on some Nas, Biggie. I don't know. Like, maybe put your shit on shuffle. Maybe put your shit on shuffle because you, you, maybe you just got it on just Tupac and you have every song he's ever rapped on ever in his life. And you've been playing my man for two hours. All right. Shout out to Machiavelli. But you got to come on. We got to move to the next MC. Like, this isn't like a Tupac retrospective ride from Vegas uh, to Los Angeles. Uh, uh, he thought that was real funny, um, and and he changed it, and he started playing uh, like eclectic uh, songs from other MCs, and we we made it home just safe and sound. But I had to get up at six a.m. to go to work on a typical, which was was cool. I banged that shit out. But the reason why I, I, I was uh, uh, brought up watching other things is because I watched the end of the uh, the 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 Blazers. 
Oh, no, I watched highlights from the Blazers-Denver game. Uh, Dame Dollar and them tied that series up. It's 1-1. And um, I was watching clips as they were coming in on my phone from the Billboard Awards, which I would normally not watch. But after you've, you know, scrolled Instagram and scrolled Twitter like 50 times, you know, like on a loop, like I want to break it up a little bit. I've watched all the highlights from the game. Uh, watched, uh, you know, everybody's cat video, everybody's animal video. I made a couple of posts myself, like it, we're, we're in there. I started watching the highlights from uh, uh, the Billboard Awards and I t- checked in with my wife and, and she was like uh, crying when I called her. And I was like, what are you crying? She was like, I'm just watching Mariah Carey on the Billboard Awards. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you're crying Watch. She goes, oh, it was so great. And, you know, she was so uh, sober. She seemed sober and she, you know, she didn't seem as nuts as, as she always was. And I'm such a fan. And her songs brought up back so many memories. And I was like, yeah, I get it. Mar- Mariah Carey, she's an icon. She won the Icon Award. But goddamn, babe, why are you crying and shit? She was like, ah, oh, you know, I got emotional, you know, thinking about the songs. And my godmother, we used to like this one song. And you know the song that you love. And I was like, that is true. That is true. There is one Mariah Carey song that I fucking do love. Uh, and, and it's it's crazy because uh, I have certain songs that I'll play on a loop. Uh, uh, the majority of them will be like soul songs or even jazz songs. And there's some hip hop songs that I'll loop the fuck up. Like, you know, when you play it where just like the one song will play. But uh, Mariah Carey song, uh, I will play that shit on a loop. You know, the song We Belong Together. Um, I love that song by Mariah Carey. I'm not going to front. I love it. I love it. Love it. You know, We Belong Together. It's almost like she's rapping and shit. That's my shit. That's my joint. And 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 I love the Bobby Womack line. Uh, shout out to Bobby Womack. Yo, Bobby Womack. I, I I've talked about Bobby Womack before on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Yo, if you're not familiar with Bobby Womack or you haven't listened to Bobby Womack in a long time, fuck with Bobby Womack. I love Bobby Womack so much. There's so there's Bobby Womack songs. If you think you're lonely now, and uh, across 110th Street, and there's a beautiful, beautiful Bobby Womack song called "Thank You." Yo, listen to this song, fellas, and play this song for your girls. Miles, can you please play 30 seconds? of Thank You by Bobby Womack. Please, just give me 30 seconds of that shit. That's my shit. Yo, trust me. Listen to this song, okay? And if you never heard it, you're going to be like, damn, that's a really... He articulates just how much he appreciates his woman. Listen to this song and play this shit for your ladies. You Oh, yeah Look you turn my whole world around It was the goodness of your love That took away the frown yeah. I want to thank you, girl Been so nice All the things You had to sacrifice Let me thank you 
So uh, anyway, there is that one Mariah Carey song that I do really love, but the big controversy of the the award show was, uh, first of all, people said they thought, I don't use this word and I didn't see it, I saw the clips, people were saying that they saw Cardi B's vagina uh, uh, and uh, Cardi B uh, was very offended. She said, you couldn't see my vagina uh, during the Billboard Music Awards, but you could see my ass. And she went on uh, a rant. You know, Cardi B is a good ranter. Although uh, some of the things she says, no one else. There's not any musician. There's not any uh, actress that could get away with this and still be respected and have any semblance of a successful career. Uh, Miles Jordan, please play the Cardi B, uh, No You Didn't See My Ass, uh, No You Didn't See My Vagina, All You Saw Was My Ass clip uh, that she posted on social media. Check this out. Check out fucking Cardi B. Y'all motherfuckers going around showing this fucking picture. Now y'all photoshopping it even more. Like, oh, Cardi pussy, Cardi pussy. First of all, that ain't my pussy. My pussy right here. This is where I birthed my daughter from. This right here, the part that shows, you know, when I go like this, that's just my ass. You know when you got a fat ass? That shit gets fat right there. This part right here, this is the part that gives the dick comfort. You know what I'm saying? This is the part that, like, when you go like this in and out, that's what this nigga feel. That's... That's my ass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to look at my pussy so bad. Y'all should have went see me when I was a motherfucking stripper and I was promoting myself. Like, come see me. Now, too bad. Now, I, I like Cardi B. She's hard not to like. Uh, you know, I think her music is fine, but her story is a great come up. But, yo, what the fuck are you talking about, Cardi B? You sound insane. You sound fucking nuts. Like, I get it, you're a hood chick, I love all that, but yo, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? And, and the wild shit is people are like, oh, that's just Cardi, like, it's like a cartoon character, like, they make concessions for certain people in show business, and they have uh, forever, or certain people in the White House, they make concessions, or you just accept, they just jam who they are down your throat, and either you uh, get the pass, or you don't. But if anyone else talked this way, You'd be like, yo, nope. You know, every day like to cancel people. So-and-so is canceled. Juicy Jesse Somlay is canceled. Or they'll, they'll can they try to cancel me. Oh, you canceled? You know, like that's what Twitter does. They cancel people. Anyone else said this shit, they'd be canceled. But I guess that's, that's just the way the shit works. But she's talking wild. This is just some wild, uh, wild shit. Um, but the even bigger controversy of the night, and again, it's a shame that I'm following the music uh, billboard awards, uh, but I was in the car for four fucking hours. I was running out of things to do. I couldn't really sleep. Uh, I tried, but Taylor Swift performed at the billboard awards and black Twitter and the beehive, which are the Beyonce fans, they went fucking crazy on her because uh beyonce uh just performed uh, they just had her documentary 
called Homecoming, uh, which documented her performance at Coachella. And uh, one of the main things she did during this performance, amongst other things, and it is a dope documentary if you like musical documentaries. And it's just a spectacle. She brings a spectacle quality in a good way. Like, you know, she gets down for the crown. Like She's not fucking around. She takes it serious. I could give a fuck about Beyonce music. I, I could give a fuck about Mariah Carey music. And I really have no idea. I couldn't name, if you had a gun to my fucking head, I don't think I could name one Taylor Swift song. I think there's that one song that just popped into my head and popped out, uh, but I couldn't name more than one. So if I, if you had a gun to my head and you said, you better name two Taylor Swift songs, you cocksucker, you, I'd be like, ah, I'd be fucked. If I, if I got one out by pure fear and adrenaline, I'd be lucky. And if I got, I, there's no way I'd get two out. Um, so I could give two shits. I, I don't give a fuck about all this, 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 this purple and pink, uh, uh, glittery bullshit. I don't give a fuck about Katy Perry. You know how I get down. Fuck with Bobby Womack. Okay. That's, that's my get down. That soul shit, that hip hop shit, that soul shit, that jazz shit. Yo, also a dope jazz record. Uh, Duke Ellington. It would have been his 109th birthday this week. Yo, I was rocking this shit. Uh, the other day in the morning uh, at work, Money Jungle. If you want a dope-ass uh, jazz record, Money Jungle, Duke Ellington, okay? Max Roach, Charles Mingus. You never listened to it? Listen to it. If you have listened to it, re-listen to it. That shit is, that's nice. That's nice, nice, good, classic jazz right there. Anyway, so Taylor Swift uh, used a marching band at the awards last night. And Beyonce had just read, put out her uh, homecoming documentary. And uh, they went crazy on her. You bite her. You stole this. You stole that idea from Beyonce. You, 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 everybody. Charlemagne, the God who I fuck with, all, all of them. Dissing her. Calling, uh, obviously, uh, Beyonce was called Baychella. Calling her Mayochella. And, and, you know, mayonnaise. And it turns into like a mini race war. And, and when I saw that clip of Taylor Swift, just like when I watched the Beyonce documentary with my wife, she also cried during that shit. Literally, during the middle of the day, she's crying watching the Beyonce documentary. All I thought about when I saw Beyonce with the marching band was when Gwen Stefani had that... I know I'm not a good singer. Don't judge me. I don't think I'm a good singer. I'm not trying to like show off, oh, Mike Rapp, you could sing. Oh, I wasn't trying to sneak that in, okay? I'm not going to play the real song. You know the song, Ain't No Holler Back Girl, produced by Pharrell, monster fucking hit, okay? I'm sure Pharrell had a lot to do with the drums and the beats. He produced it for Gwen Stefani. But I remembered uh, uh, that Gwen Stefani, she performed a couple of times when that song was banging, and my kids loved that song. Everybody loved that fucking uh, uh, Gwen Stefani song, Holler Back Girl. But I remember my kids loving a performance of her at, uh, it was either the Grammys or the MTV Music Awards, or it might have been both. That was like her thing, the way she performed that song, with a marching band. So uh, I had to step into this fucking ridiculous conversation that's turning into a mini race war. And of course, there's racism involved. And this white bitch is stealing from Beyonce. And who did this white? That's what they want to say. They're not saying it, but they're insinuating who, who does this white bitch think she is. And then the white girls are getting into it with the, the black girls on black Twitter. And they're like, 
What makes you think that Beyonce invented marching bands and then the black girls are like, bitch, shut up, you're canceled, bitch, la, 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 la. And then the white girls are like, marching bands have been around since the 1900s. And they're like, girl, bye. And all this is going back and forth. I mean, it's like hundreds. I don't even know these people. It's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And all I'm thinking while I'm reading all this Twitter in the backseat of a car uh, on the way uh, back to Los Angeles is Gwen Stefani been doing this shit. And then I realized Kanye West did the same shit uh, with the Dave Chappelle documentary, he had a marching band. So the reality of it is, is that uh, Beyonce stole from Gwen Stefani, who uh, I believe stole from Kanye West, who Taylor Swift stole from all of them. And then someone told me, uh, reminded me, it was actually my mom, that Fleetwood Mac, you know the band Fleetwood Mac? You talk about a monster fucking band with monster hits. They performed at one of their big live concerts, and it was a it was a video that I remembered when I saw it with a marching band in the 70s. So inevitably, Taylor Swift stole from Beyonce. Beyonce stole from Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani stole from Kanye West. And Kanye West stole the whole fucking idea from Fleetwood Mac. And the race war went on and on. And it's still going. It might even still be going on uh, by the time this brand new banging I Am Rapport Stereo podcast comes to life. And all these women going back and forth about Taylor Swift fans and Beyonce fans, they throw out all of them. Respect all dignity, all the women's march and the feminist movement and the Me Too movement and everything positive that's come in the last two or three or four years uh, from being a woman and Hillary losing, getting her ass kicked and, and, and the march on Washington. It all goes out the window while people are picking sides about Taylor Swift and Beyonce. It goes out the fucking window. Bitch, she stole. No, she didn't. Yes, she did, bitch. She stole. No, she didn't. No, 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 there's no unity amongst women. When it comes to Taylor Swift and Beyonce, it's done. Okay? So I really have to blame Taylor Swift and Beyonce, uh, these pro-women women, for breaching everything that had been done in the last three years uh, uh, with women's rights. It got breached last night at the Billboard Music Awards. Done with I'm not talking about these fucking girls anymore. We're moving on right now. I am Rappaport. Enough about Beyonce, the fucking beehive, and Taylor Swift. Talk about me for a minute, okay? Talk about the dingo for a minute. San Francisco, I'm coming up there May 18th and May 19th. May 18th and May 19th. I am performing at Cobb's Comedy Club. Tickets are still available. May 18th, May 19th at Cobb'sComedy.com. That's Cobb'sComedy.com. Come fuck with me up in San Francisco. May 18th. And May 19th and San Diego. Is San Diego in Sukasa? I said, is San Diego in the house? I'm going to be there June 2nd. I'm doing one show in San Diego on June 2nd at the American Comedy Company. Tickets are available at American Comedy Co. American Comedy Co. June 2nd, San Diego. Is San Diego in Sukasa? 
I'm going to be doing a lot more stand-up comedy this summer. I'll announce more dates, but these are upcoming. They're happening now, like I said, May 18th and May 19th at Cobbs Comedy. Tickets are available at CobbsComedy.com. And June 2nd at the American Comedy Company. Tickets are available at American Comedy Co. Just C-O, American Comedy co.com come fuck with me i can't wait to see who shows up on the road doing the stand-up comedy i love doing it speaking of going on the road uh new york knicks owner james dolan who is just a big tooth goofy motherfucker um he's a game of thrones looking motherfucker um he is getting sued i had to fact check this and based on every single thing that I could fact check, uh, uh, including the fact that he has some fucked up ginormous veneers. I don't know what's with these rich people. Why you Why you want big sets of fake teeth? They're like teeth are uh, uh, naturally imperfect. Some people almost have perfect teeth, but even if you have naturally perfect teeth, there's imperfections. So when you give yourself ginormous fake golf ball white veneers, you look crazy, anybody. Actors do it all the time. They get them giant fucking soap opera teeth. And I get it. Maybe if, if there's any imperfections, it's it's a distraction. I don't know. Um, but after my fact checking, uh, James Dolan, who performs on the road, if you could believe this, with his billionaire blues band. The guy's in a fucking blues band. Okay, apparently uh, he is performing with his billionaire blues band too much. Uh, and I did break rule number one of the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, and I, and I had to fact check this. His band performed in 2017 50 times in six countries and in 41 U.S. cities. The motherfucker didn't go to the 2017 NBA draft so he could be with his band to perform. They got albums and all that shit. Okay? He's the leader of a blues band. Now, apparently, because money is not an object, he has great blues musicians in the band because he could just buy whatever the fuck he wants. But the stockholders of Madison Square Garden, which he owns, but I guess there's stockholders. I have no idea how this shit works. By the way, his band is called JD, because his name is James Dolan. JD and the Straight Shot. The fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. If I want to hear some motherfucking blues, I'm going to listen to some Albert King, some Freddie King, some T-Bone Walker, some of that Sonny Boy Williamson. All Yo, don't get me going on my blues game. Some Sunhouse. Okay, we could go deep, deep, deep with the blues. Some Sister Rosetta Tharp. We could go deep on some Pink Anderson shit. Some Muddy Waters. I'm not listening to fucking James Dolan. Oh, I have a choice between Muddy Waters and James Dolan. Get the fuck out of here. You gotta be fucking kidding me, man. But apparently the stock owners or the stockholders are suing this asshole because he has given himself too much of a salary based on what he actually does. I'm not going to go any further into this story because I don't give a fuck. But what I do give a fuck about is getting James Dolan out of New York. Okay? His time is over. If we're really going to turn another leaf, the final piece... James 
Dolan. Get the fuck out of New York. Take JD in the straight shot on a lifelong tour, Duke. We don't need you in New York City anymore. Okay, that's the only way we're going to truly turn another leaf. Laker fans, and there are a bunch of I Am Rapport Stereo podcast Laker fans, but if you think I'm going to let you off the hook, just because you're I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, I'm not going to break your balls. I'm talking about Mr. Morris, the Minister of Defense. I'm talking about Miles Davis, one of the producers, part of the Dust Brothers sound engineering team. Big Laker fan. Okay, big Laker. I know there's plenty of Laker fans that listen to this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Okay, and if, there, if I had more names on the top of my head and I have to stop, I'd name each and every one of you fucks. You guys are in deep shit. You have no coach. Okay, you got no fucking coach. Now, they may want to hire a coach during the NBA Finals. They may want to hire a coach uh, uh, that they already know they're going to hire um, after... The season ends, so because at the end of uh, uh, the NBA Finals, you know the the NBA sports media is going to take a collective breath, like we've done it. You know this team played that team; it's over. We've been covering basketball all season. Uh, mark my words, this might happen. I know how this shit works. This might happen. The Lakers and my—I bet you already—the Lakers know who they're going to hire. If I had to bet. I would say they're definitely hiring Tyloo. They might have already said, we're going to hire you, but we're not going to announce it until after the season. Because if they did this during the season, it's just going to be a shitstorm. If you wait till after the finals to publicly announce it, then it's not. there's not as much attention on the NBA. Okay? But they've brought in Kurt Rambis's wife. Not Kurt Rambis. Okay? Uh, uh, Kurt Rambis's wife. Wife, I tried to tell you, Jenny Bus. Okay, I tried to fucking tell you a couple of weeks ago stop running your basketball team. Okay, like it's a mom and pop shop. Linda Rambis, who I have no idea what she knows about basketball. Okay, she's married to Kurt Rambis. He ain't coaching no more. We ran him out of fucking New York City when he came there with the shenanigans and the circus that was Phil Jackson. We kicked him out of fucking New York. Okay? I articulated that very well in my book. This book has ball sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. We brought him to court. We put him in front of a judge and we evicted that fuck. Now, I don't know what Ties uh, uh, Kurt Rambis still has with the Lakers, okay? But I really don't know what ties his wife still has with the Lakers. You feel me? Jenny Bus or Jeannie Bus, whatever the fuck your name is, why does uh, Kurt Rambis have anything to do with the Lakers? And why does his wife have anything to do with the Lakers? I, me personally, the Dingo, me, the Gringo Man Dingo, uh, the White Chocolatito, okay? White Mike, okay? The Jake Lamotta of podcasting. I am going to enjoy the next three years as the Lakers and LeBron James continue to go downhill. That's right, Mr. Morris. That's right. Miles Davis, kiss my fucking ass. And all you other I Am Rapport Stereo podcast fans, I love you. I love everything about you, but you guys are fucked. And you know how I feel about Magic Johnson. You know how I feel. This ain't like the Boston Red Sox, who I just want to see 
fail all the time. I just want to see these LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers never win a championship. I would love for you guys to get to the Western Conference Finals and lose. I'd even love for you guys to get to the finals and lose, but you got three fucking years to get it done, and it ain't happening next year. I don't go fuck if you get Jimmy Butler and this one and that one. It don't happen that quick. You got to go through the fire. It does not happen that quick. It didn't happen with the Miami Heatles, and it ain't going to fucking happen next year for the Los Angeles Lakers, even if they improve, and I know they're going to improve. LeBron's an animal. They are going to improve, but you ain't getting that ring. And it do not mean a thing if you do not got that ring. See, that's jazz. That's swing. It don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. Shoebop, 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 shoebop. Yeah. Um, Boston Celtics, speaking of Boston, um, thoughts go out to Boston Celtics president Danny Ainge. Yo. Danny Ainge suffered a heart attack while he was in Milwaukee. Uh, nothing funny about that. Um, they said that uh, you know he's supposed to make a full recovery. Yo, these jobs, those NBA jobs, those coaching jobs, those front office jobs, those jobs are no fucking joke. Um, and I'll be honest, I hated Danny Ainge as a player. Obviously, uh, that has nothing to do with him personally. Uh, uh, I love to hate him. As a, as a Boston Celtic. I hated him when he was on Phoenix. Um, the Phoenix Suns. Um, but my thoughts are, are with him. And I hope he makes a speedy recovery. The Boston Celtics said that he uh, is going to recover. Um, but I know those jobs are, are, are tough. And this is a common thing. You know, executives and sports and coaches. You see these guys faint. It's a pressure cooker. So I want to see uh, boss uh, Danny Ainge back out there. He's done a great job with the Celtics um, and putting that team together. So hopefully he will make a full, full, full recovery. Um, and I actually met him once in Boston when I was out there uh, with Scalabrini. I was at a Celtics game and he was couldn't have been nicer. And he said, yeah, I see you on TV. You're a funny guy. And I told him he got a kick out much. I, I told him I hated him when he played. So he, he was cool. And obviously I say this all the time, you know, that when you talk about someone, uh, the character of Danny Ainge playing or the character of any of these athletes, it's to me, it's all the character uh, of, of who they play with Larry Bird is it, it's not the, the real person. It's him as the basketball player. You never want to see anything like that happen. So a uh, shout out to Danny Ainge. Hopefully he'll be back on the court ASAP back uh, in control of the Celtics and healthy ASAP. I am Rappaport Podcast. All right, let's get to it. Miles Jordan, please give me the sick fuck of the week theme song. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. She's really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick fuck. That ain't supposed to be on a plane, you sick fuck you. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. Well, what are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. Boom, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. After a long week, we got to unload on some of these sick fucks. So many sick fucks, so little time. I'll say it again. So many sick fucks, so little time. Many people sent this one in. I saw it myself, and then I got many people requesting this. Uh, the show Teen Mom. You know the show Teen Mom? I've never watched that. Now, we know how I get down with my reality 
shows. I just did a 25-minute rant on Taylor Swift and Beyonce. So I'm all for some pink and purple pop culture shit, but I do have my limits and limitations. Uh, Apparently, Janelle Evans is a big uh, reality teen show for the show Teen Mom on MTV. Well, her husband is a sick fuck. Her husband, his name is David Eason. He looks like a sick fuck. He's got a, uh, a face of a sick fuck. They have a little dog, a little um, bulldog, a French bulldog, and they have a kid. The French bulldog uh, kind of snapped at the kid, didn't bite the kid, didn't open any skin, left a little red mark from sort of headbutting the, the, the kid, the kid had uh, the, 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 her face in front of the dog. Uh, this happened. I'm sure it was scary. This sick fuck took the dog in the backyard and shot it dead. A little French bulldog. You sick fuck you. You shot the bulldog. Now everybody knows about it. Okay. Now you're being investigated by animal services. And I don't know uh, what the punishment is for this guy, but whatever it is, lock him up. I don't know how you deal with that. He did it on his own. He didn't tell his wife, uh, this reality TV star, Janelle Evans, uh, that he was going to do it. The dog kind of snapped. This isn't a pit bull. It just kind of like, you know, nipped. It nipped. That's the word, nipped. Snappy. It's a French bulldog. Left no mark. Left a little red mark as if like it bumped its face into the kid, which I get could be scary. But you don't take the dog into the backyard and shoot it, you sick fuck you. If you're going to get rid of it, send it to a, you know, maybe put it in the pound. Try to put it up for adoption. You got a big social media following. Well, you know what? Yes, you do have a big social media following. The whole world is watching, including the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Sick fuck of the week. People, we're on to you. We got you. Burger King, you're sick fucks. Okay, we talked earlier about Royce White and mental health. Um... You guys, listen, I, I, maybe they're not sick fucks, uh, but if you're going to do it, really do it. Um, Burger King, who uh, is famous for the Happy Meals, right? Uh, they're introducing as part of Mental Health Awareness Month, they're uh, introducing real meals. Uh, they have the pissed meal, uh, the blue meal. The yes meal and the G- D- the DGAF meal, the don't give a fuck meal. How about the suck my fucking dick meal? SFD meal. I mean, if you're going to really do it, let's do it. I guess they can't be sick fucks. I guess it's a good gesture. Uh, 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 scratch that. They're not sick fucks, uh, but it is complying. Just like, uh, it, it, it's just. Happy meals, you, know, you got to appeal. Like if you're not a happy person, we got to appeal to the fucking the nutcases out there. Then call it whacked out of your fucking tree meal. Call it on that bath salt meal. Call it homeless, uh, uh, can't get a fucking job, I'm um, really pissed off meal. If you're going to really do it, do it, okay? Cut the bullshit, the tiddly wink playing motherfucker, you. A sick fuck in New York. Um... I don't, I don't get this. This happened in Houston. This guy's from New York. He's a bus driver. It happened in Houston. This, this guy, who looks like a sick fuck, admitted to raping a 14-year-old girl. For some reason, this sick fuck and the sick fucking judge, this 26-year-old sick fuck and his sick fucking judge, 
This guy ad- admitted to raping a 14-year-old girl. He's a bus driver. Because this sick fuck had no priors, except for raping a 14-year-old girl, which I don't make light of, I'm not making fun of in any way. It's disgusting. The judge gave him 10 years probation because he had no priors. No. How does that work? You raped a 14-year-old girl. You had sex with a 14-year-old girl, and you don't go to jail? That's Wonder Bread bag and olive oil if you're lucky. 101. It, it, it doesn't make any sense uh, uh, how this happened or why this happened, but it did happen. So uh, uh, congratulations uh, to this guy uh, 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 for being a sick fuck. Just because you're not in jail doesn't mean you're not a sick fuck. His name is Sean Shane Pinch. And I don't know the judge's name, uh, but we may double back on that sick fuck at some point. Moving on. People said this is uh, sick fucks, but I talked about this on the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. Um, but in Australia, they said to me, uh, "You need to give the whole country of Australia sick fuck of the week," and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna debunk that. Australia is aiming to kill two million cats by 2020 to save native animals. Yes, they said in Australia. Yeah, they're cute. They're fluffy. And the public enemy number one, you fuck. The country is at war with feral cats. So am I. I'm at war with feral cats in my backyard. There's um, over 2 million feral cats in Sydney, Australia. And they have driven an estimated 20 mammal species to extinction. These feral cats, they're rotten fuck. They're rotten fucking dragons. Okay, so now they're going to kill these fucking cats to save the country. See, you guys can't just go around here terrorizing all the other uh, uh, extinct animals in, in, in Australia. You can't just go around terrorizing my backyard. So Australia is aiming to kill 2 million cats by 2020 in a bid to save native animals. Some people are in an uproar. Well... Listen, they know what they're doing in Australia. I like the Australians. Shout out to the entire Australia Rapper Pack. Shout out to all the fans down there in Australia. I get your DMs, get your emails, see you on Twitter, see you on Instagram. Love you guys. So many people from Australia have been rocking with the podcast from day one. Moving on. Now, I tried to fact check this. Again, broke rule number one of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I don't know if this is true, um, but it's so out there. Um, I would love somebody to to, to help me find this. Um, In a bizarre case, in a bizarre case uh, of a man trying to do the right thing, of doing the right thing uh, when it goes wrong, a rapist, there was a rapist who was trying to, uh, unfortunately, rape a woman. There's nothing funny. There's nothing uh, light about uh, rape. Uh, But apparently, uh, a rapist uh, uh, was caught by another man and the, the guy was so crazy, so nuts, that when he got hold of this guy, he fucked the rapist in the ass. This is what I'm calling him street justice. That's street justice. You catch a guy trying to rape a woman, you don't beat him up. You fuck him in the ass. I fact check that. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not true, but I like the sound of it anyway. Moving on, Florida. This is terrible. This is, this is Florida, and that's why Florida has its own section in the sick fucks of the week. 
Lawmakers in Florida have approved school safety, a school safety bill that allows teachers to be armed in case there are school shootings. So you're now going to walk around with teachers armed. Not get rid of the guns, not get rid of the the automatic rifles, not get rid of the weapons of mass destruction. Just let the teachers have a shootout with their students that have come in there trying to kill as many people as possible. Only in Florida. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. We've had two we've had two shootings this week. We had the synagogue where only one person passed, right? And then we had the shooting at the uh, University of North Carolina in Charlotte where only two people passed. Well, that wasn't a big enough uh, 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 body count to really get attention from the worldwide news. So now they are arming teachers in Florida. What a fucking shame. What the fuck are we... What, 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 what kind of world are we living in, man? Um, an Uber driver in North Harris County, Texas. This happened in Houston. An Uber driver had two people in his car. Apparently, they started arguing. They started beefing. They started fighting. And this is true, and I did fact check this. This is real. One passenger shot another passenger and killed them on a ride in North Harris County, Texas. Can you imagine you're an Uber driver? It would be awkward enough if the two passengers started arguing and screaming with each other. I'm sure that happens all the time. Boyfriends, girlfriends, uh, friends, girlfriends arguing. You probably hear weird shit on the phone. Another thing when they start physically uh, uh, getting into it. And a whole other level of things happen when one passenger shoots another passenger and kills them. That is everything indicative of an I Am Rappaport stereo podcast sick fuck of the week all right i'm done miles jordan let me get some funk take me out of here with something nice like a nice little a nice little banger you hear that beat that's my man uh jansport j okay jansport j is doing all the beats all that fly shit all that funky original i am rapport stereo podcast music Shout out to my man Jansport J. He's rocking with us. Now you are rocking with the best. See, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Yo, Miles Jordan, you're already playing it. We'll be back next week. Same place, same disruptive channel. You know where to find us at Michael Rappaport, at I am Rappaport. If you want to email us concerns, complaints, talk shit, I am Rappaport Podcast at gmail.com. I'm out.